Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Money Lion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Hello and welcome to this beautiful Wednesday MRN Crew Call brought to you by Money Lion. I am your host, Rocco Williams, and I am joined today by Eric Ludwig and Johnny Roberts from Hendrick Motorsports, Tire Changer, Rear Tire Changer, and Jackman slash Carrier, the Jerrier for the uh, William Byron driven um, number 24 car. You know, I'm... The number 24 car in the house. Hendrick Motorsports in the house. Johnny Roberts, Eric, thank you for joining us today on um, MRN Crew Car. How are y'all feeling today? I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Thank you for bringing us back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bringing you back. Bringing me back. We brought you back. Ludwig, your first time on the show, man. And I'm I'm glad you're on the show, man. You know you're one of my favorite people in the world. I hope you do realize that, right? We have a long career together, man. Yeah, we got some history together. And uh, we want to talk about that a little bit, you know, today. And um, Johnny. Yes, Let's start with you first. How did you end up at Hendrick Motorsports, and uh, what is your role on the team? Uh, I come to the program. Let's um, talk to the mic. I come to the program. I um, started out with Lugwig. He was one of the first guys that I was with, and come to the program and start up to Junior Motorsports, and now I'm on a cup car. You said Ludwig was one of the first guys you were with. What I mean, y'all grew up together, and no, y'all are like besties for life, or what? When I started out on the, uh, <laughs> the campus and did the tryout, he was there to talk to me and mm-hmm. have my back. And, you know, these guys are all huge, so I was kind of by myself. And <laughs> what was year was this? Friend. This was 2010. 2010 was your first year at Hendrick. First year at Your Hendrick. only team that you've ever worked for, correct? Yes, sir. It was Hendrick Motorsports. Yep. And Ludwig, how did you come into the into the fold? So I got, I got recruited out of college playing football at Elon mm-hmm. University. And my coach came up to me and said, hey, we had a recruiter for – this NASCAR thing, you know. <laughs> That's how it and all happened. This NASCAR always that thing. NASCAR thing. <laughs> and would you be interested in doing something mm-hmm. like that? I said, yeah, give them my name. And went down, did a few series of tryouts and little com- mini camp things. And I met Johnny. And it's kind of hard because when you go to football stuff, going through, you're, you're always going into something most of the time with somebody you knew mm-hmm. or knew somebody there from another team. <laughs> well, this, it was – you knew nobody, and there yeah. were people from all over the United States that got recruited to come into these big tryouts to get cut down. Cut down. Mm-hmm. And I met Johnny. Uh, I think was it the first one or the second one? I think it was the first one. Yeah. And we got paired together via our pit coach, mm-hmm. at the time, which is now still our pit coach. But kind of roomed together. Hey, mm-hmm. we just threw these guys together. You, he drove up, you're driving down, and the rest of the guys are all flying. So we just threw you guys together because you were here earlier. And you had no idea you were on en route to become one of the best jack men in the, in the, in the sport? The best. Oh, uh, he's the think, best. I don't think that. Oh, you don't think that. No. You're humble. I, I came up, and the day we did the tryout, we actually had a, a guy that was jacking, and 
came over and helped do some coaching, and he ended up being my mentor for a good bit. And then you sent him to the bench. No, I didn't. I take a seat, but, <laughs> but we actually still talk every once in a while about stuff, and he does some deals now. Who he, is this guy? Jeff Carr. Oh, actually. Jeff Carr. Yeah, he kind of got me going, and you know how it is when you first get in, people are kind of like mm-hmm. not trying to give you too much pointers and stuff. Yep. But like his way, and kind of the same way I am, where it's like, if I can do anything to get the next guy better, mm-hmm. that just makes me have to stay that much better. Yep. And that's how he was, and he just went through, and if I was doing something wrong, he kind of pointed out, mm-hmm. kind of give you the little life hard lesson there on some of it, but it uh it was pretty good experience coming up and getting in it with Johnny, and he went and got on the car before I did, yep. and I spent the whole season on a lower level deal, mm-hmm. and ended up working up, and then next year we got together. Well, I'm stopping you there because you've ha- it wasn't all um, let's say roses and um, for you and your career as far as coming up through the ranks as well, and we want to get into that. A little bit, but first, I want to remind everybody we are coming back from Sonoma, and we all love Sonoma. I love Sonoma. I love racing there. It's a, it's a cool race, you know. Beautiful. It's a dope atmosphere, great vibes, you know. But um, in a nutshell, you had some pit stops out there. You had a good day. Y'all started out front, and I have some stops. If we can show your stops um, from Sonoma, your twenty four car, y'all started out front. But let's listen to Kenyatta as you're going around. There you are, running around the car. I love your fire suits. You know, that bright yellow and white looks awesome. Slawed out. Slawed out. And look at you. Grill on the tape. Tell me about what happened here in this stop. So this stop, we actually were doing tape on and tape off. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to get the tape on. That was precedent. That was, so that tape on was key. Okay. Tape off was if you can get it. Mm-hmm. And then oh, he tried. Ooh. So he's so... Big on being aware of that line. Mm-hmm. So hands off. When that line comes, because you'll get a penalty for yeah. that. If you're trying to work on the car by any measure there, when mm-hmm. he hits the line, you're a penalty. Mm. So that was great. So after that, you know, after that pit stop, y'all are running pretty well. How does your day end up? Can you tell me throughout, you know, I wasn't there in Sonoma, but yeah. idealistically, I mean, or... Realistically, how was your uh, Monday meeting or your Tuesday meeting? Was, was everyone happy with your performance or yeah. was there room for improvement? Pit-wise, we did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our whole complex, on our, our the, the numbers we use and go off, all of our teams were ranked up in the top 10 area. And we did what we were asked to do. We had a plan and we stuck to it with Chad and our road crew and it just – Smooth and steady, five mm-hmm. on, five off, lugs tight, car up, car down. It was all, yeah, all gravy, smooth. baby. That's all he wanted to be smooth. Hey, um, Eric and Johnny, like I said, um, y'all have a young driver in William Byron, yeah. and you have a new crew chief, correct? Oh yeah. At the same time, that's a lot to deal with. How have y'all handled that in a nutshell, individually? Starting with you first, Johnny. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, I, I maybe pushed myself a little too hard to try to be someone I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I struggled in the beginning part of the year, and then you know I got comfortable with everything, and I think comfortable in my environment, and that just led to better pit stops mm-hmm. and better performance for me. That makes sense. What about you? Try to do everything I'd normally do. Mm-hmm. There was no reason to change what I had been doing coming up into the <laughs> season before because obviously if I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing, yep. I wouldn't be working for Chad on that car. Absolutely. So I felt like I was okay and. That aspect. So I felt and Chad has high expectations as well because I can just imagine if I was on that team and then I got wind that Chad Knauss was going to be my crew chief, I'm 
my butt might have tightened up a little bit because he runs a tight ship, and um, understandably so. He's a, a seven-time champion, and you know he's um, expects a lot from his athletes. So, uh, with that being said, we need to delve in a little bit further into what y'all have going on going on over there at HMS. But meanwhile, we will be back with MRN crew call, and I also wanted to remind you that it is Procore Week on MRN. You know, and um, for builders, wasted time is wasted money. With Procore, all people, all the software on databases are connected on one platform. So everyone, everyone on your project has access to everything they need. Crew Call is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce, rework, and finish the job faster with Procore. We'll be right back with MRN. I'm Matt Benedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Veteran drivers and rookie drivers. NASCAR Today Midday keeps you up to date with all your favorites each weekday. It's a dream come true. A lot of you know the path that I've gone down. There's a lot of opportunity with, with the package changes, you know, with the Chevrolet and the work they're putting in. And I know one thing's for sure, it's good to have my name on the top of the cup car. Don't miss any of the breaking NASCAR news with NASCAR Today Midday. Only on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. We're back on MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. And speaking of which, that brings us to the financial crew chief. This section, we like to expose all our young crew members and get them acclimated to life after pit stops. And it's something you have to think about, um, I would say, right away as you get into the sport because injuries could happen. You know, you could get benched. Another Eric Ludwig could come and sit you down and Johnny Roberts could come and sit you down and therefore you'd have to work your way back up to a starting position or you might have to find something else to do. All right. And with that being said, you know, I'm Johnny as it relates to life after pit stops, what are some of the things that you're looking at or hoping to get involved with? And um, as far as it relates to your finances, well, I try to spend my money out in real estate. I really enjoy real estate mm-hmm. have a couple of rental houses and um, mm-hmm. also I want to work, at NASA. Oh. So that's kind of where I'm from. And I know some people out there and I've always been interested in working in stuff to send stuff to space and figure stuff really? out. So that's kind of something I want to As an engineer. As oh. an engineer or anything I can really get my hands on and work my way up just like I did in this sport. That is very unique. And I got to admit, um, well, being that you're from there, yeah. you know, I, I could understand why you would say that. But at the same time, you know, you just don't hear that often, yes, you know, sir. in this sport. So that, I mean, I appreciate you for sharing for that. Yeah. You want to work in NASA. What about you, Eric? You know, I, I don't really have that big of a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, just right now, I just focus on my family and mm-hmm. trying to do everything I can with them and get everything 
squared away on that aspect before I go to do something else. But <laughs> I was honestly thinking maybe coaching um, some football, high school football, mm-hmm. getting in there, or just going into the business world. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of your family, could you tell me about your family? We have some pictures oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. that we want to see of your family. Um, tell me about them. Okay. Who do you have here? You have your your wife. I do have my wife. Um, oh, that's not your baby, right? No, that's that's my Jeep. Oh, that's one of your babies. Yeah. So this is my family here. We, uh, <laughs> my daughter, and that's my son Emmett. Okay, he's almost five, and my little girl, she just turned two last week. We were really? down at the beach. Yeah, congratulations. That's where you went for your off weekend, correct? Well, I went for my off weekend the weekend after the off weekend because <laughs> we originally booked it when NASCAR put out their preliminary schedule, mm-hmm. and then. Because we've been trying to get a whole family deal with my wife's family. Okay. And we went ahead and booked it. Well, then it ended up shifting about four weeks later. We realized that it changed. Mm-hmm. So I got two kind of off weeks. It was kind of nice. Well, that, that brings up a good point. Okay, so you're a starting uh, jack man for a premier uh, team in NASCAR. Yep. You travel a lot. How does your family deal with that, with the travel? Are they excited about it? Do they watch the races? Are they enthused about what you're doing? Especially having young children in the fold. Do they know what daddy does, or is it something of a, you know, a mystery, or daddy's gone? How does that work? Uh, I mean, it's something I know you've gone through. And Why do you son, say that? Well, you've got kids. <laughs> but my son loves it. My daughter, I mean, they both don't want me to leave mm-hmm. on the weekend, but I leave before they get up. So, And then I'm back when they get up on Monday. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, it's different. My son kind of enjoys it more now that he understands everything, and I bring him around work and we have to go jack the car sometimes late afternoon on Wednesdays, and I'll bring him up there with me, mm-hmm. let him walk around and see the people in the shop, and, and he loves it. So You know what? And then hearing you talk, and, and we all worked in a shop before, oh, yeah. and then um, Johnny, you said you wanted to work in NASA. I remember you having a very unique responsibility in the shop as it related to, um, was it elect- electrical? Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. What were some of your responsibilities while you were pitting cars then you doubled of having responsibilities in the shop as a mechanic as well. What was those um, some of those responsibilities you were? So when I was coming up to the ranks, I you know at, at the time you wanted to work in a shop too and kind of double mm-hmm. dip in a, in a sense. Um, but you don't do that now. Right now you're allowed. just strictly pit crew. Yes, oh, sir. you're not allowed to do yeah. that. They either want you to pick you know one way to put all your focus on something because it was kind of tough working in electrical department, um, going to the race weekend and not only worrying about you know, your over the wall mm-hmm. job, but also the job that's out there running on the racetrack too. So it was just a lot of pressure to add, but, um, coming up to the ranks, you know, I started in the shop, just kind of like breaking down cars and mm-hmm. then I didn't want to do that for long. So I found a spot that I fit it. I fit. Um, I worked in construction a little bit with electrical, so I kind of knew some things mm-hmm. and they needed some help in that area. So that's funny. Them. You, you mentioned that because our young tire changers, when um, they're working with the smaller team and they're allowed to double as a crew member and a mechanic, the electrical department and the interior departments are where I always tell them that they need to be lined yeah. for. For one, you stay clean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, yeah. you know, working underneath like you and I, Ludwig, we got dirty all the time, you know, washing those cars and tearing those cars down. So I was always um, envious of the, the, uh, the mechanics in, in the electrical department or, interiors because they stayed so clean you know you you know but um being that crew members aren't allowed to work well it's looked down upon to work as a mechanic and a crew member their expectations for you to perform are i would say are higher now right what are some of the parameters you have to live in starting with you as a jack man what do what do some of those numbers look like like the 
performance numbers? Your performance numbers to keep your job. So they've kind of changed it, Hendrick. Um, they don't emphasize like you get a green, a red, or a yellow, mm-hmm. like good, bad, or need some improvement. Um, they kind of went away from that. Okay. Now it's there's certain numbers that they kind of want you in, like they want your your stroke speeds to be ninety mm-hmm. or an eighty something. Um, so when you say stroke speed. What is your stroke speed as far as the jack handle from the top to the bottom? The plate of the jack's on the car. Okay. And from the top of the handle all the way down. Okay. So I typically, my year-to-date average, or I guess is it median or average, they do a couple of different fields. Mm-hmm. But my average of all my medians for each race for stop to peg, they want us under two-tenths of a second mm-hmm. car pegged. So okay. I'm under one-tenth of a second there. Mm. Then my stroke speed. So right it's safe to it. say you're pretty good there. <laughs> That's I'm I'm real aggressive to the car, and then my stroke speed's kind of in the more average field with so all of our other guys. You said you're real aggressive to meeting the young lady before <laughs> you married her, and then when you meet her, you just go all in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, I got my wife. Well, you're turning red there. Getting red. You're turning red. red. Say your wife's name to make yourself feel better. Elizabeth Ludwig. Okay, that's the one we're talking about there. (laughs) That was good. No, that makes sense. That's um, the Eric Ludwig that I know. What about you, Johnny? What are some of the parameters you have to live in as a elite rear tire changer? I know you've always had the propensity to get to the car very quickly, coming from the rear and run around. Is that still the same for you? Do you pride yourself on that? Um. No, I really, I'm really big on wanting to beat everyone in hand speed. I mm. think that I don't know. I, I guess I've just always liked like when someone can just bust off a pattern and can they do it consistently? Obviously, is one. But do you have the talent to do it? Like, do mm-hmm. you have the hands to do it? So, so you I, still like to show off. So I, st- I just, yeah, I think it's fun. <laughs> you want, you want to keep things fun. Um, so like he said, we have a, a scale at work that kind of nails you to the people around you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like compared to four or five changers at, at work and I just want to be better than them in all the fields. It's just what I keep trying to do every single week. No, I, I understand hundred yeah. percent. You know, the, uh, we're competitive at nature. Yeah. I remember when I was pitting cars, you know, I had that same type of mentality. So yeah, I don't want to lose anything. No, you don't want to lose. You don't, don't want to be Mm-mm. bottom half of the barrel. You want to keep your numbers up top. No, that's how y'all end up at Hendrick yeah. Motorsports on a number 24 car driven by William Byron. Prince Will, does he have a nickname? Do y'all give him a nickname or is he too young for that? He just turned 21, right? Willie B is all we got so yeah. far. Who would win in the arm wrestle contest, uh, Casey Kane or William Byron? That's a toss. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a <laughs> close, close argument there. <laughs> I asked that because your previous driver in Casey Kane, oh, yeah. you know, he was, um, you know, he had some guns on him. Not. <laughs> no, good guy though, guys. And um, like I said, I want to get more. I want to. I want to dive into you, Johnny, a little bit more about your your personal life and uh, get to know your family a little bit more. So y'all stick around because. And I also want to remind you as well. You can see all of our video elements on MRN.com or the Facebook fan page, Motor Racing Network, as well as well as listen to us. Um, but if you do want to see those video elements, you can see those, and you can see the type of babies Eric Ludwig makes on a consistent basis, and his third baby, his baby Jeep, that he <laughs> loves so much. We'll be right back with more from MRN Crew Call. 
What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700 horsepower custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. It's 2019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstake rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Pocono Raceway is summertime. It's where kids are free and everyone's welcome to camp out for the weekend. It's where fans can shake hands with the most famous drivers on earth. It's where tailgating is serious business. It's where first-timers hang out with old-timers. And the racing is always a little tricky. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Just bring it. Pocono style. The Gander RV 400, July 26th to 28th. Kids under 12, free all weekend. Getting Schooled is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. And that's my school. As you know, all my kids have went to the Goddard School, loved that school to death. They gave my kids a jump start before kindergarten for sure. And, you know, I'm sure y'all can appreciate that with having kids in the house. Isn't that right, Johnny? Yes, sir. We saw Ludwig's rug rack. Uh, little rugrats running around on on the pictures we showed, you know. Johnny, we have some photos of you too, man. If, if we look, um, who do we have here? Uh, I went hunting on my off week. There's oh, there's a the little, little one. Man, taking out to the track, <laughs> trying to get him right. Oh um, yeah. His name is Lane. He was actually born the day after my last win, which was Indy the 400 with Casey Kane. Are you serious? Yep. Lane so is fresh too. It's pretty cool. He um. Yeah, there's a little Strider bike, and then look you at know, you got him to the racetrack right first there. First time at the track. That's a dope picture. And which so, son is that again? Lane. His name is Lane. So Lane. I only got one. That's awesome. For now, at least. Um, he's awesome, man. That's the family right there. We that's your Daytona. wife? Yep. My is wife, Shay. Is, she, is Shay a race fan? Shay is not. She knew nothing about racing. And <laughs> kind, of, kind of like me growing up. But, uh, you know, we like racing now. Well, that's a beautiful you know, picture. Shay looks like, oh, Shay looks happy right there. She yeah. looks like she can be a race fan right there. Yeah, she is. Unless she's she just playing now. the game right now. She's playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his first time at the racetrack. So he had a good time. He was a little scared when the cars got going, but he enjoyed it. And he loves it. Talk to me about this fatherhood. Was it everything that you thought and more? Or was were there some, pro- some surprises along the way? Man, with me and my dad's relationship, I think, Growing up, I've always, and I couldn't wait until I had a little boy of my own. So mm-hmm. I, when I found out he was, it was going to be a boy, um, obviously that was pretty emotional. And then, you know, just raising him now, the first year is tough. I'll be honest to say, I kind of questioned, I was like, man, this maybe this is not a... <laughs> what are some of the tough yeah, things? Just the, uh, the, the, the just, routine or know, just in just, general? Maybe just not getting like a reaction or like, you know, you always think of like your little, I've always thought about my little buddy, I guess. So the first year, it's like, 
I guess as a father, they just can't do much. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he gets close they to just a lay year, there. yeah, just kind of laying there. For they the are boring. I agree with you on that. Thank you. I do. I, I agree with you. It's not fun until they start walking. Yeah. Or at least crawling. Yes. But now that he's doing all that and he's, you know, responsive, he can talk back. And, you know, man, we have a great time. It's like my best little friend. It's fun. <laughs> I can't wait until he gets older. Are you going to be a, a, a paddler? Are you going to be a timeouter? Uh, I'm okay. going to be both. You're going to be both. He's it just gonna depends be, on his pretty strict. Yeah, I think I've learned a little, a lot about you. You have really good kids, so I, I definitely. Um, you think my kids are really good? I think so. Ooh. I think you do a good job. Mm. I think mm. you do a good job. But yeah, my son, he's going to well, get both. You. He's going to be, he's going to be strict, strictly raised. <laughs> he's going to be on the straight and narrow. No, that's awesome. And yours as well, right, Ludwig? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. It's, I mean, it's a test every day, but. Mm-hmm. My son does good when he comes to work, and my daughter, she tries to push every button I got right now because she follows my son. That is, um, being that this is the Goddard School, I have some questions that were submitted by some tire changers. And before we talk about the first half of the the season from both of you, um, I'm going to start with you, Johnny. Johnny, these are the same questions that I ask all of our top-tier tire changers when they come on. One of the questions was, how can you tell – when a, a tire is loose, a lug nut, and then can you tell immediately or only when the driver lets you know? I think when you leave the right, you know, like I say the right rear or the left rear, um, you can kind of hear in the gun sometimes, maybe if you don't get a good hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't, you know, if, if, you, if the driver's calling, you know, there's times that you don't hear what you want to hear, them all suck up, but mm-hmm. it's fine for, you know, 30, 40 laps. But if the driver is saying it's loose and you slide in and you kind of see the tire move or some lug nuts backed off to the end of the stud, you can tell it was loose. Does gun make a difference as far as feeling that? I mean, you've worked with so many different types of guns. We're at Paoli's now. We've had the engineered guns. You've had the, uh, what were the um, the first ones, the Ingersoll. yellow one, The Thunder guns, the Ingersoll guns. Is there a certain feel based off of the gun that allows you to, to notice that a little bit easier or what? Yes. Um, no, as long as I've been in the sport, it doesn't matter. You can make the two same, the two exact same guns, same parts, same pieces, mm-hmm. and they can be completely two different guns feel-wise. Um, and I think we still got that now. It's kind of like the luck of the draw when you're able to kind of push it and not push mm-hmm. it, just depending on what, what you got for that weekend. And you kind of, you know, when you plug it up, you pull the trigger and see what you got, and you can kind of figure out how the day is going to go from there. Try to, try to either make the best of what you got or push what you got. Besides hand speed and the obvious, how can a tire tire changer set themselves apart from other tire changers in a sport to gain the required attention necessary to move up? It's it's all about discipline um, and consistency in the sport. Mm, that's the, the, the word consistency that we is hear. Just, you know, when you're having a bad day, can you make the best out of your bad day and not make it so bad? Or do you fold and try to make something out of nothing and really, you know, do terrible? Mm-hmm. I mean, the best, best thing to do is just when you're having a bad day, Find a, a level that you're able to go back down to to just survive the rest of the day until you can move on. Great point you made. And just to reiterate for our young crew members who are listening, the reason why we install a foundation of uh, fundamentals is so that you have a basis to back it down from. Because when you start increasing your speed to 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 have fast pit stops and you have issues and you start messing up, you need to have some type of reference point to back it down to. So if you never have that foundation or those fundamentals installed, you will never have anywhere to back it down to. So yeah, that's, you have to find something that's your comfortable, like a comfortable speed that you can do no mm-hmm. matter what the day is, no matter what the day brings. If you don't have 
that, then you're just always going to be lost and trying to, you know, you'd be trying to find yourself all the time. Ludwig, coming back from an injury, that's some probably one of the hardest things to do as a crew member on the elite levels, and you've done that. You know, can you talk a little bit about that? Man, it was tough. The just knowing that I was going to be leaving for a little while and having surgery, and then how many years ago was that? What year was, was like that? Three. That was three years ago. Three. Yeah. You had to get off season surgery, correct? Yes. I, it was actually supposed to be off season, but we went ahead and pushed. Okay. And I missed the, la- the whole November. Okay. Um, and it ended up being a little bit worse. So then I ended up missing way more than I was going to miss. What were you thinking at that time? Did you think, okay, after this injury, I'm coming back. I'm gonna have my starting job. Well, at first I was like, man, I got this. I'll be back January. We're good. Mm-hmm. Well, then I ended up having to have a second surgery in January, and I didn't get back till like June. Mm-hmm. My first race back, actually doing support and a support role, helping and kind of being a backup, was the Indy win with Casey. So, so your first year back, you were a backup, and then you win the Brickyard. Some yeah. crazy memories with Casey, that's for sure. Yeah. Some good memories. I don't know if I would have been pissed or excited. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, a little bit. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I might have had that in me. Cause kind I, of upset because you're like, man, that should have been me. But, but at the same time. At the same time I was there, I was still part of it. And uh, the guy that was on the car, Joe So, did a great job mm-hmm. that season doing stepping into a role, getting good reps in, under the season, doing a good job, and then moved on. But um, it was tough, man, especially that first – First week, you're really back around work, doing stuff, helping, and you're not really doing much. But seeing life went on without you, but then you're like, man, how, how am I going to get this back? Who would you say helped you out the most through that process? All the support staff, man. They all helped. Um, from the, the support staff at yeah, Hendrick? Yeah, Hendrick and with uh, Ortho. Okay, um, Ortho, Carolina. My doctor, Dana Pasecki, mm-hmm. over there. And it just snowballed, and then you stay in touch with HR and – on that side and all that other stuff that came along with it in the rehab side. So I can't imagine, you know, and I just have to commend you because having an injury like that, or a surgery like that and to come back from that and to perform the way you are performing now says a lot, not only about your, your mental fortitude, but you know, you must be surrounded by a, a pretty good support staff and you have half of that or a part of that support staff sitting next to you right now. And, (laughs) <laughs> we can definitely talk about yeah. that a little bit more in depth when we get to the Clutch Performer of the Week that's coming up next. And you might be surprised who won the award this week. I, I wasn't. I, I was happy to see them win. But um, stick around, and you'll find out. And before you leave, I do want to remind you, too, that um, Hercules Tires is giving away a free set of tires every single month, and you can get you can possibly obtain a set by registering at www.herculestire.com. Register and get your chance to win a free set of tires. In the meanwhile, come back and join us. We'll be right back with MRN Crew Call. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program or Fun Learning Experience is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. 
Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Moneylion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at Moneylion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Moneylion, here we roar. And we're back. Jamarine Crew Call presented by Money Line. Eric Ludwig, Jackman slash Carrier. Johnny Roberts, rear tire changer extraordinaire. Hendrick Motorsports in the house. Pit crew for William Byron. Young William Byron, that is. At the same time, we're coming up on our clutch performance of the week. And that will go to drum roll, please. I don't hear jug wrong, Eric. There we go. There we go. <laughs> the number 95 Levine family racing team, the pit crew, consists of Adam Hartman as the front tire changer, Dakota Ratliff as the rear tire changer, Charles Thacker, my man from Excalibur Racing, that jack man, Chris Hall, tire carrier, and Brian Eastland, the man who can do it all, changer, jack man, carrier, and fueler, Brian Eastland on the fuelman. Congratulations, number 95 pit crew. For uh, Matt DiBenedetto, finished fourth at Sonoma. And this is what they look like. Whenever you hear Kenyatta rapping, you know we're showing pit stops. Charles Thacker on the jack. He had a little issue on that right front as he went back to the jack, but it didn't slow him down too much because they were doing a lot of work on the car. Isn't that right, Ludwig? They were pitted right next to you, yes, right? Sir. Solid index. He goes back to the jack. Changer hits his lug nuts, takes the tire back. Make sure you don't have that penalty. As they resume on the left side, what do you think of that index? Decent. Works for, me. Works for them. Those are our clutch performers of the week. The number 95. You don't see them too often in the top five. So when I saw them on the top and, you know, finished fourth, you know, that was a big, big day for that them. Huge. That's a huge day for a team like that. Not only a pit crew like that, because when I look at those names, Chris Hall, Charles Thacker, Adam Hartman, Dakota Ratliff, besides Brian, those are guys I don't see with a lot of experience running in the top front. So when you get an opportunity to get that chance to pit that car up front, you had to take advantage of it. But I'm sure they were a little nervous, right? Do y'all remember your first time ever running in the top five? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's more relaxing for for you because you're actually running good and you're getting to show what you got. And mm-hmm. other times it's also like, ooh, better, better not mess up. <laughs> and, and you know that together because you, Austin Dickey, First of all, before we get there, shout out your, your crew members who aren't here. Who Austin, are your crew members who aren't here? Austin Dickey, Scott Go Riddle, ahead. and Landon Walker. Austin Dickey, rear tire changer, Riddle, Beast Mode tire carrier, Landon Walker, your fuel man extraordinaire. And y'all have been, besides Riddle, maybe Landon, but besides Riddle, y'all have been together for a very long time. Yeah. It's, over over since, eight years? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And then I played football for two years with Riddle at Elon. That is right. Yeah. So there's a, a lot of camaraderie on that team. It's huge in a sport. And that is rare. 
That is very rare nowadays. Because job security sucks with us. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And then turnover on, on our teams, you know, that is very, yeah. very active. So how were y'all able to, maybe you didn't have anything to do with it. Is that just luck being able to stay around as, you know, together for so long? Or is it is that by design? Well, we've been with Landon since he got, he Landon was a backup on our car with Casey mm-hmm. um, for Fasolka. And so we've been around him for a while because he came in a year or two after us. And then Riddle came in right around the same time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've been with each other. The only person that really wasn't around us as much was Scott because Landon was on the Xfinity cars with us. And then Scott was a backup on our side mm-hmm. for the actual 24 car with Jeff Gordon and then uh, Chase. And then he ended up getting pulled into a role with this five-man deal that uh, ended up working out great. And we we gelled pretty good. Well, while I have y'all both in, in, in closing, what are some of your end of season? Have y'all met your goals, your at uh, your preseason goals? Did y'all come in this season saying y'all wanted to do this, this, and this, and have you obtained those, or are y'all still working towards that? What are some of those goals, and what do they look like? Uh, we, we're working towards a lot of it. We set individual goals and kind of team goals mm-hmm. for the pit crew side of things. Um, like, really, not even – I mean, there's, it's shorter term than even the quarters. Um, and that's we're actually going to meet next week about – our next goal quarter. Um, so you met. So your your goals are quarterly, kind of. Some it's a little bit shorter than quarterly. Um, just we like, do every five races just yeah. to kind of like try to reach those. Because sometimes when things get drawn out, you know, it's it's hard to lose sight oh, of the goal yeah. when it's so far. All right, let me show you a video, Eric, and I want you to comment on it. All right, let's just play it, and you tell me what's going on. Oh, I see fire. What's going on here? So Reed Sorensen in Richmond. Actually, I was actually filling in as a backup. On <laughs> the five car for Trey Berkland. and is that you in that blue suit? It is. So Get our crew chief there. told us to go help <laughs> because the firemen were still kind of back, and he came in hot in two different ways, and just said, "Help out where you can." So he was pulling on the net, and <laughs> I, when he got loose, I pulled him. Johnny, I remember lives. that day. I remember that day <laughs> that when I day. when you see. Uh, a car on fire, we're scared for the drivers. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. But when you see a car for on fire and you see a crew member running out Two. trying to rescue, yeah. who would you automatically think of? Ludwig. Ludwig. Okay. <laughs> when I see a car on fire, it don't matter if it's in turn four, I think Ludwig's going to go out there and save the day. Exactly, Ludwig. You are. Uh, and I remember um, the broadcast even called you out. You know, they gave you an attaboy on TV. That, that was yeah. good to see because... Um, at the end of the day, I remember that. I didn't have to look back. When I heard a crew member rescued uh, right. a driver, put the window, I automatically assumed it was you. <laughs> now we can laugh about it today. Maybe if he wasn't there, then, you know, it might have yeah, been don't a Don't watch the pit stop after that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, guys, before we go, um, describe your season in a nutshell in your eyes. Going pretty good. I'm actually getting better where I need to get better. Mm-hmm. and Still fine-tuning the little things with the carrying part, but mm-hmm. uh, it's coming together, man. How about you, Johnny? I think it started off pretty rough for me. Um, <laughs> fighting out of a hole right now, but I, I'm really happy with the last like five or six races. You're I've fighting done. out of a hole. You're yeah. digging out of there. Yes, sir. Chasing chasing the – hey, but I did see you with a, um, a belt one time this week, so you must be too, doing pretty well. Yeah, I appreciate that. You guys are headed to Chicago, man. I wish you all best of luck up there. I know you all do really well. Eat some Giordano's pizza for me. And bring me back some Portillo's, okay? <laughs> I wish y'all the best of luck. Thank you for joining us on the MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. Good luck in Chicago. Eric Ludwig, Johnny Roberts, HMS, Prince Byron. 
William Byron, 